Hello and welcome to Locked On Baylor. I am Corey Boney, fellow Baylor Bear and your host for Locked On Baylor, a daily podcast dedicated to Baylor Bear fans around the globe. And in today's episode, we're going to do a recap. It's been a few days since our last episode. The holidays are keeping the schedule on our toes. And we're going to just recap uh, volleyball, we're going to recap football recruiting, and then basketball all in the first segment. And then we're going to get into some of the bowl picks. I was able to tweet out a few of the bowl picks. We're going to pick out the rest of the bowl games up until, let's say, the college football playoffs in this episode. So it's a lot of... And we're going to be picking against the spread. We're doing doing a a good old college try. We're not just going 50-50 here. We're going to pick against the spread. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that. So we're going to have a good, fun episode and before we get into all of that, I'd like to say thank you for each and every one of you. You keep on making the show what it is, and it wouldn't be possible without each and every one of you. If you'd like to help out the show, make sure to let every Baylor Bear fan that you know, tell them that there is a daily podcast dedicated to Baylor Athletics with Locked On Baylor, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And if you would like to take another step further, make sure to subscribe. That way you never know when these episodes go live. And also leave a five-star rating. It helps other Bear fans find the podcast with whatever app they will be using also don't forget that you can engage with the show with the twitter at locked on baylor tweet out any questions or comments you may have from any of the shows or any topics that you'd like to see in future shows tweet them out and we'll give you a little shout out on the show so without further ado let's get into the show and it is baylor volleyball like most of y'all all know they fell in in the final four they've had a great season it was a great great fun time to be a fan of Baylor volleyball and they had a great run fell short. It was a tough game. It was a really tough game. They led the first set. It was a tough set. And then they dropped the second set in a, in a very close battle. It went back and forth in that set. And then after that, you could just kind of, I felt since that it was, Wisconsin just had it that night. They, they were hitting uh, a lot more shots and just things weren't going our way. Uh, and ultimately, they they won the game three to one, but it was a lot closer than that. And it was a great season, like I said. Uh, ultimately, Wisconsin ended up ending up ended up losing to Stanford to uh, in the uh, finals of the national championship. But again, big shout out to all Baylor volleyball. It was a fun season. Went to a few games, and they were really fun. And I've I've always been a fan of volleyball, but it's I'll be completely honest, it's the first time that I've been to a game in probably a decade. And and I went to a few games, and they're all a ton of fun. So I'll definitely be making that uh, trip again next year. Looking forward to next year's season. But shout out to all the uh, Baylor athletes with Baylor volleyball y'all had a heck of a season and something to hang your heads on it was a great season and it was it was a great run it was a great run a lot of great games a lot of meaningful games and a season that each and every one of y'all will remember for the rest of your lives for sure and Baylor fans will remember for the rest of their lives because it was really really great moving on let's go into a little bit of recruit action Seth Jones was uh played in a state championship game this week uh uh, just signed for Baylor wide receiver uh, with uh, Shadow Creek uh, Sharks. And uh, yeah, they won state 5A division one, I believe. And uh, congratulations to them. It was a really close game. Actually, I saw um, it was uh, it was it, there was a last man Hail Mary and uh, it, it was uh, it went down to the wire. But ultimately, they had enough to uh, sh- show it out. And I saw a little highlights of a nice uh, pass that uh, Seth Goss caught running down the sidelines and uh, actually took out a uh, a line judge or a, or a uh, or a back judge 
but it was it was a great catch. It was kind of over the shoulder, tightrope in the sidelines. So it was really really great to see that action. And uh, yeah, Baylor. I've seen a lot of uh, videos of just Baylor uh, football getting ready for the uh, getting ready for the Sugar Bowl. And there are, I mean, it's a few days. I think by the time you're probably listening to this, we're down to nine days until until the Sugar Bowl, which is crazy to think. So should be a lot of information regarding like a lot of the talk has been recruiting and uh, just preparation. But this week in general, we should get a lot more information just focused on the Sugar Bowl because Rule and company have been more about recruitment talk and and just talking about things in general, how that's tune-up practices. But now they're really getting into the nitty-gritty, getting ready for the Sugar Bowl. So it'll be fun to see what all they have in store for that as well. Also, uh, speaking of Baylor football, we did have a uh, later signee uh, in the – grad transfer of Kenny Yaboa, tight end from Temple, ties with Matt Rule from Temple, and uh, yeah, he was a grad transfer, and basically what I've been hearing is that he's moving because he just didn't get enough targets, which I, I said this in a previous episode, I'm really pumped about uh, all this tight end recruiting that we're getting, especially this is kind of a, a experienced uh, tight end with uh, Kenny Yaboa, and uh, when you can get tight ends going into the run game, that just it extends drives, which is what our offense is really geared towards to complement our defense, get making being able to extend drives and making sure that our defense gets accurate rest so that they can play with intensity for all four quarters like they've been been able to all year long. So that is a really huge uh, get for us and really excited to see uh, old Kenny getting into the offense next year. But uh, that's going to wrap it up for this first segment. Like I said, we're just doing a little recap. When we come back to the next couple segments, we're going to be picking the games and the spread. But before we get into that, don't forget about Breaking Tea. If you're looking for a last-minute fun sports gift for the holidays go to breakingtea.com slash locked on breaking tea makes sports t-shirts around teams passion moments great for all fans go to breakingtea.com slash shock and get and then feel free to search the site for great shirts and fun sports gifts go to breakingtea.com slash locked on don't go anywhere stay locked on baylor when we come back we're going to talk about all my bowl picks Okay, so it's bowl season, and I'm going to preface this that uh, I am by no means an expert. I'm going with my heart, which is usually my first rule of not doing is betting with your heart, but it's bowl season, so let's have some fun. First thing that we're going to do, though, we're going to recap some of the bowls that I've already done. I went two for two on Friday, and uh, unfortunately, I didn't get my Saturday picks in. I just, uh, the games were already starting, and I didn't want to, like, just tweet out something, and, you know, unless I had them out beforehand, but uh, I was two for two on the Friday games of Buffalo and then the upset uh, Kent State. I took uh, Kent State, uh, what was it, plus five and a half, I believe. Yeah, plus, uh, no, it was eight and a half, but I guess that changed. But uh, I definitely had Kent State in that, and they won outright uh, 51 to 41. And then Buffalo. Buffalo was uh, just in control that entire game. 31-9 over... Who, who did they even play? They played Charlotte 49ers. So, yeah, that's why I definitely went with Buffalo in that game. And let's see, Saturday's game, there's actually some uh, upsets. Uh, SMU lost to Florida Atlantic. Uh, you know, Atlantic uh, with Clayton Kiffin departing and everything like that. You know, you think that uh, they would, uh, you know, I guess they felt like they're, hey, we're going to have some stuff to prove. But they were able to uh, beat SMU, who... <laughs> Had a ten win season. Uh, BTCU had a. They were ranked for a good part of the season. 
Uh, then uh, San Diego State beat Central Mich- Michigan 48-11. to Liberty beat uh, Georgia Southern. Two schools that uh, have beat Baylor and have made me feel completely miserable. So I, I probably wouldn't know who to pick on that, that game. And then uh, Arkansas State beat Florida International. And then Boise State lost, ranked 19th, lost to Washington, not um, handedly, 38-7. to Appalachian State took care of business over UAB, 31-17. to We'll see what the spread was on that game. Spread was 16.5, and, a half and uh, I guess they didn't cover. No, they didn't. So I guess they didn't take care of business if you're putting a little money on it. Um but uh, yeah, they they were close, but no cigars. So let's get into some of the some of the picks. We're going to go up into uh, this Saturday. We'll we'll do the rest of the weekend picks, uh, the college football playoffs, all that good stuff when we uh, have a later episode this week. But we're going to start out with yeah, that's right, the Gasparilla Bowl down in Temple, UFC versus Marshall. UFC is giving up. They have to give 17 and a half. And so that is why, I mean, that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, when you get into that high, it's kind of like the, uh, kind of like the, um, the game that I just talked about with, um, Appalachian state. You're like, Oh yeah, 31 to 17. They, they, they demolished them. Well, once you get up to that and you're talking about bowl games and you're talking about teams that both were able to uh, playoff eligible when you're giving up 17 points i like to take the dog and so i'm going to go with we are marshall we're going to take marshall in this game in the gasparilla bowl down in tampa and they're going to take care of business i have a good feeling about that game moving on to aloha the hawaii bowl byu versus hawaii overseas i'm taking the rainbow warriors in this and this is i feel like the hawaii bowl it's a trap game for uh byu honestly didn't have the best season either um, but they got enough to get obviously bowl eligible. But I feel like when you go over to Hawaii, you know, and it's a close, if it's pretty much a pick'em game, I feel like normally you get like three points. I feel like it's a touchdown basically for uh, um, when you go over to Hawaii because I feel like I just feel like I've watched multiple Hawaii bowls because uh, it's always like Christmas Eve and it's like the only football on, so you have it on. I just feel like they they more more times than not they take care of business. Um, so I'm gonna go with the Rainbow Warriors plus. Two and a half in that. Then we're moving on to the Independence Bowl, and that is Louisiana Tech versus Miami. And this was a hard one. This was a really hard one for me because my head says, you know, and I think I'm going to, I don't know. I, I feel like I should not go with Miami. I mean, they were six and six, barely bowl eligible. They lost to a lot of players, uh, a lot of teams that you're just like, man, the thing is, it's Louisiana Tech. You're like, come on. I mean, the, the, the competition, it's kind of one of those things. Uh, is how good is the competition that you're going against? Oh, man. I'm, I'm feeling like I want to switch this mid-recording, mid but I'm going to stick with Miami. I think that they're going to have enough ta- a talent to uh, overcome Louisiana Tech. Uh, their favorite five and a half, and that's what makes me nervous about this. I can see them maybe squeaking out a three-point win. That five and a half has me um, a little nervous. A little nervous. So this is by far the game that I'm most unsure about is Independence Bowl, Miami, but I'm going to go with Miami. Moving on to the uh, Quick Lane Bowl. This is Pitt versus Eastern Michigan. And this is kind of the same deal. Eastern Michigan gets 10 half points, and Pitt has not improved me this year at all. Um, 
And, you know, it's not like I'm an Eastern Michigan expert, but I'm just like 10 and a half points. A lot of Pitt's games have been, I don't think they've had one that, that they've won by double cover, uh, double digits. So I think Pitts, Pittsburgh's going to win in this game. I just think that Eastern Michigan's going to be able to keep it a close game. Um, they're, they're really pretty even. Pretty even. Actually, Eastern Michigan has a little more yards per game. But uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those games that's gonna be on. I mean, it's Thursday, seven o'clock. Everyone's kind of had just their fill from the holidays. They're probably maybe you're getting back home. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so uh, we got a few games after this. We're going to get back and talk about the uh, the later games. This is when some of the more power five conferences start taking the field. We're going to talk about all those games. We got Temple versus North Carolina. Matt Rule. Old stopping grounds. We also have first Big Twelve game, and that's going to be uh, it's going to be versus A and M, Oklahoma State versus uh, A and M. So that's going to be a big one. And then uh, we're going to wrap it up with the Holiday Bowl and the Cheese Bowl. So we got some uh, bowl games to pick. Don't go anywhere. Stay locked on Baylor. Okay, so we're coming back here, and we got a few more bowls to pick, and uh, we have Temple versus North Carolina. And I, this is one that I had to think about a little bit, a little bit, but, uh, no, I'm going to go with the Tar Heels in this one. You got a very experienced coach with Mac Brown. And I think that uh, multiple weeks to prepare, I think that this is just going to be one that he, he takes away, takes it to the house and, uh, it's five points. And I'm going to take North Carolina to go over temple. If it was anyone else, I'd probably just go with my heart against my better judgment. I would just take temple blindly, but North Carolina in this game. It's probably going to be the one game that, not the one game, I'll probably lose quite a bit, but that's probably going to be one that I'm like, oh, I should have went with Temple. But it's the Military Bowl and anything can happen. So that's what we're going to go with. And then we got the Pinstripe Bowl. Sparty and Michigan State is taking on Wake Forest. And uh, and Michigan State had a uh, very, uh, they were ranked for earlier in the season, but they went 6-6, six and six, barely got bowl eligible. They lost to the likes of Arizona State. They lost to Wisconsin, Iowa State, oh, Iowa State, uh, Ohio State, excuse me, Penn State. But then they also lost to like Illinois, which they, Illinois had in the very end of the season, started putting up some quality wins, lost to Michigan. But then and only barely beat Maryland by three points to get to bowl eligibility. Ugh. I'm looking. I'm starting to talk myself out of this pick again. But wait, wait for us. We got eight and four, and uh, they beat the likes of Rice, Utah State, who lost in their bowl game. They beat North Carolina, Boston College, Florida State. Not the yeah, but that's the yeah. No, not impressing. We're, I'm going to go with my my gut with this. I'm going to go with Michigan State, Sparty, six and six in the Pinstripe Bowl, uh, and there it's minus three and a half. Minus three and a half Sparties in the pinstripe bowl, take care of business over the S over a uh, wake forest. Almost said sec. Whoopsie. They look like a Vandy bill. They look like a little old Vandy, but uh, okay. Now it's time to get into. Yeah. The first big 12 bowl matchup. And this is a big one. This is uh versus uh Texas A&M and uh, Oklahoma state. And you know what? I just feel like this is going to be, I I've, I'm, I'm really pull, pulling for Oklahoma state more so than, than I think I ever have. Cause I just would love nothing more than just see typical. Oh, we got, we're paying Jimbo like a hundred million dollars to come coach our team. And we, we've won a few games and we're, we're, no, you're going to lose to the conference. You're going to lose to the big 12. You're going to lose to Gundy. You're going to lose to the mullet. Get ready. And, uh, Oklahoma State's getting seven points as a little buffer. 
little buffer. And uh, this is in the Texas Bowl. This is in Texas, so it's probably going to be like a, a pretty big A&M, uh, A&M home crowd in their backyard. But that just is just going to make this even more special. I can't wait. Can't wait for A&M to just like get demolished by Oklahoma State. This is this is one I'm definitely picking from my heart a little bit, but it's not surprising. I mean, Texas A&M this season, like they they just feel entitled. They feel like everything's going to happen for them, and I think they're going to get a second dose of reality from Oklahoma State. I think that uh, they're going to uh, you know get a little dose of Chuba. Chuba's going to pound the rock, going to run the ball all the way down, and they're going to be scratching their heads, thinking what went wrong. And then get delusional ready for the next season. So really, really putting Oklahoma State in uh, the Texas Bowl. Yes. First Big 12 Bowl of the of the bowl season. So let's go. Holiday Bowl. This is uh, USC versus Iowa. And USC is just having like a really up and down. Like they, they're, uh, it's just a really... USC, it's just crazy, like just from how the mighty have fallen. That USC, what's crazy is that USC and Texas in one of the most memorable national championship game that I can like of my of my existence. It's one of the most impactful games, and both programs just have fallen. They have fallen they into mediocrity, and they just can't get out of it. And so it's really interesting. And I did watch Iowa. Iowa is a really solid program. Uh, they're they're really old school, pounded out. Tight in you, I feel like they're they're favored uh, my uh, minus two and a half. I'm going to go with them. I'm going to go with a hand in the Holiday Bowl and have Iowa take business over USC and just keep USC down. That's what I'm feeling. Then we got the last one for this segment, and that is the Cheez It Bowl. That's right, Air Force. Air Force sneaky ten win season. Ten win season. I did not. Oh, I was not aware that Air Force had that many wins this year, and they're going to take on Mike Leach. Get him on talking about pirates. Get him talk about donuts. Get him talk about anything, and it's just viral. Uh, there, I've gone down so many rabbit holes. A Mike Leach just rambles. It's not even funny on YouTube. It's really great. And so for that reason, I'm going to take plus three versus Washington State. Washington State. I mean, there's no reason why I should do this. Really. I mean, they started off kind of hot, and then after they lost to US UCLA uh, in that shootout, 63 to 67. They just went downhill after that. I mean, they lost to uh, Utah, Arizona State, which is okay. They lost to Oregon, yeah. But then they also lost to, like, Cal. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I think that they're, they've had time to regroup. <laughs> My, uh, Mike Leach is going to rally troops. He's going to get his mastermind in, in place. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that uh, plus three, I think I think that Washington State's going to do it. Uh, plus, you know, I'm, I'm a little smitten by Minshew, you know, even though he's not playing for the team, he's down in Jacksonville, not really playing that well anymore, but, uh, the Minshew magic, maybe he, I mean, he's by that time, I no, I guess they still have one more game. I was going to say they'd be done. They're, they're going to be done playing and he, he may be there to like, actually he was there for the UCLA game. That's actually, now that I'm thinking about that, that's when it all went downhill. I, I, maybe if he never goes to the UCLA game, they win that game and then they have a 10 win season. So it's pretty much. I think it's pretty much Minshew's fault because both of their both of their seasons went downhill when he visited in his uh, jean shorts. Yeah, it's pretty much science. But that's what we got for this week's ep- or today's episode. <laughs> and uh, it is I'm going to try to get my schedule. I'm going to try to get at least two more episodes out this week. It is Christmas. It is the holidays. It's going to be crazy. I sell wine. It's going to be crazy. Um, <laughs> who knew people like to uh, partake in vino during the holiday season? But um. 
it's going to I'm definitely going to at least get an episode out Friday with the rest of the weekend's picks. I'm going to try to get one in between there. So um, before we get into all the travels and all the crazy hectics this week, I'd uh, just like to say thank you so much. Uh, I'm really grateful for all the listeners and everything that y'all do. And I hope that you all have a safe and happy Christmas and all the travels uh, that you stay safe. And uh, yeah, when you're traveling to wherever you're going to uh, get locked on Baylor and uh, yeah, let me know what your favorite episodes are or shout out a question of the week. Tweet it at Locked On Baylor and we'll get you on the podcast. But again, thank you so much. I, re- I appreciate it for each and every one of you. Whenever y'all take the time to listen to these episodes, it means the world to me. And uh, we're going to continue to keep them rolling. We're almost to 2020. Isn't that crazy? So crazy. So until next time, don't go anywhere. Stay locked on Baylor.